Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and today I'm joined back with my co-host, Devin. And today we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X. And you can also email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how you been, man? It's good to have you back. It's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Feels, it feels right. There you go. The weather's, the weather's getting better outside. We're getting some good summer movies coming out here. Getting a lot of shows coming out. Almost too many. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, speak for yourself about the weather because the weather here in Music City has. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's been. Well, last week it was amazing. Like the sun yeah. was out all last week and throughout this past weekend, the sun was out. It was beaming. It was amazing. And then all this week has just been nothing but rain. But I believe for Memorial Day weekend, it is supposed to clear up here. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun, man, going on a pontoon boat on Saturday. <laughs> Sounds fun. Never been on one before. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But what, what, what have you been watching, man? You've been playing any video games, kind of just watching any good TV shows lately, or you kind of just been chilling? I have, I have a lot. It's a lot of TV to catch up on. I've not been playing any games. There's just so much to watch. Dude, there's a lot to watch. <laughs> I have a question for you based on this movie. What's up? What would your what would your Navy aviator call sign be? Papa Bear. Papa Bear. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so in college, um, I was like the oldest guy living in our fraternity house for my last year because I wanted to live in a nice house, like sue me, you know, I, I didn't want to live in, you know, like a dump of a house with like other brothers, you know, all, all, all that stuff. So I decided to live in our chapter house, Kappa Sigma, proud alum, Kent State University, go flashes. <laughs> but so my last year, um, parents came up and they met a few of our, um, a few of other, my brothers and, um, they're like, Hey, they're, they're like, you know, like, is, is Christian the oldest guy living in the house? I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a cool guy. Only by like, what, two years or something like that. But they're like, yeah, like we're going to start calling him Papa Bear. <laughs> there you go. That's the origin story. So that name actually stuck from then up until like today. So yeah. But what would your call sign be? I mean, I feel like I would have to try try Dev Dog. I mean, that's just the OG. But then I don't know how that would fly because a lot of people online always confuse it with Devil Dog, which is like a Marine, another name for a Marine. It's funny. I actually, I actually got called Fake Navy once, which really? is <laughs> incorrect and just not how it's spelled. But was that through Xbox? That was on PC, actually. A lot, a lot of people online would be like, why, why are you f- false valor? Like, why are you trying to be a Marine? Like, no, it's not, not what it says. There's, there's no IL in there. Yeah. See, I did not know that whatsoever. I think I sent you that one picture of it was the, uh, the dog sign. It was Devin's dog days. That's what it was. 
Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Dev Dog would be a really nice call sign for sure. I, I was thinking maybe you would have gone with Caveman. Like your old, like your old gamer tag. The Bale Caveman. That was why did, oh yeah because it was there was the irish caveman and a few others i was like yeah i want to be part of the caveman clan i actually changed my name on xbox um they, they let me change it for free which is insane they let me change it from the bale caveman i changed it to not bo katan but bro katan very, very nice stuff yeah so yeah i've been playing a little bit of the um the uh, multiverses, which is actually kind of fun. I'm hoping they add more characters, um, which is really, really a cool. Trailer, a trailer that actually looked good. It really did. So I'm I'm really excited. Like, I hope this kind of takes off because we need like a Super Smash Brothers-esque game that's not just on Nintendo. But like, can you imagine if Super Smash Brothers was on Xbox, PlayStation, PC? Like... I would buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I really, really I mean, would. There, there's that there's that Nickelodeon one too. Oh yeah, the Nickelodeon one. I almost forgot about that. I don't know. It's I feel like if there is any studio that could pull it off, I mean Warner Brothers can definitely do it. I mean Marvel could too, honestly. So I don't know. Maybe there'll be a, a Disney um a Disney throwdown or something like that or <laughs> A, a Disney Demodone. <laughs> I'm gonna dim <laughs> But man, oh man, uh, enough chatter chatter here, everyone. You're here to listen to our first thoughts about Top Gun Maverick. Um, man, I, I gotta say before we get into this review, Devin, um, of course, this is gonna be spoiler-free for everyone out there. Uh, we're gonna try a different approach today. See if we can talk about a movie without actually talking about the plot of the movie. Done it before, so I think we can do it again. But I got to say, I was blown away. I'm, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Um, I don't hate the man or anything. I respect everything he does, you know, uh, for Hollywood, you know, for his career. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I just, just not a big fan of Tom Cruise, the person. But, man, oh, man, he gets a great freaking performance here. So, Devin, are you ready to dive into our Top Gun Maverick review, our analysis, our our um our call signs dev dog and papa bear coming in papa bear call out <laughs> dev dog call out all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this introduction to top gun maverick captain pete maverick mitchell let me be perfectly blunt you are not my first choice you are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our Top Gun Maverick review. Again, this is spoiler free, so unfortunately, we're not going to be diving too much into it because there's a lot here to spoil, and we kind of just want to give our initial thoughts here. You know, we'll kind of get initial thoughts, maybe drop a few Easter eggs, some non-spoiler Easter eggs for you guys, get into the final thoughts, and of course, we'll get into our ratings later on, but the story for Top Gun Maverick is as follows. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot 
and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him, which is actually really scary to think about. You know, they have all these different military ranks and it's like kind of like the higher you go, you know, the more you become of the sitting behind the desk type of role. It, it feels like, you know, your, your adventure, uh, you know, dev dog days are over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's kind of, you know, every rank is different. I mean, I'm not a military person myself. Um, I did not serve, but you know, for Memorial day weekend, I think it, this was a very fitting movie to finally release. <laughs> I will say I'm very happy that this movie is out, so I don't have to watch the trailer anymore. <laughs> it's been what one or it, two. It was years? a good trailer the first couple times. It was. I mean, so was the you know AMC. Um, we make movies better um, <laughs> with Nicole Kidman. That was never good. It's. I mean, it was fun the first few times, but apparently it's going to be playing all through this year. So we might as well just. <laughs> I actually managed to to miss it because I was running a little late, so I got um, in as the movie was starting. Missed it. I see. Yeah, Air quotes. Very convenient like, timing. Oh man, gosh. Oh, I, I should like, also mention I I did this movie a bit of a disservice. I went to the Solon AMC to watch this one. I, I apologize, Tom Cruise. I didn't I didn't stream it, so Tom Cruise would be happy about that. But I probably saw it in possibly the worst theater possible. <sighs> yeah, like. Unfortunately for me, I feel like I also did this movie disservice. I was not able to see this in IMAX. It would have been great to see an IMAX, to be completely honest. It's just I live a little bit farther away after my move from the IMAX uh, Dolby Theater. So uh, it's going to take a pretty special movie to uh, get me to go to one of those for sure. But... Uh, for Top Gun Maverick, we have the director. I believe he was the director of the first Top Gun. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Devin. I'm not entirely sure. But it is Joseph uh, Kosinski. Uh, Kos- actually, the director of the first one has actually passed away. Oh, so see. they kind of did this in honor of him. But it is the same writers. Okay, Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize the writers for sure. I do apologize about the misinformation about the director. I thought it was the same. I do apologize. And for the writers, um, of course, Peter Craig is uh, attached to this as the original uh, two writers as well. Um, I don't have the information up on there. I actually just put down Peter Craig's name. I believe it was Christopher McQuarrie and Aaron Krugen. Kruger? Yeah. I'm, I'm butchering everybody's names today. I'm, I'm a little bit on cloud nine right now, but... It's it's an early weekend for me to say <laughs> to say the least. But of course, this stars Tom Cruise, Jennifer Conley, and Miles Teller, just to name a few. So I'm actually going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial initial reactions to Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I thought it was overall a pretty good time. Like we mentioned before, it's definitely better than the than the first one for both of us because the first one. I, I watched it probably a year ago and could not remember much of, of any of it. In fact, I when I was watching this one, Jennifer Connelly came up as Penny, like his love interest. And I was like, oh, she was in the first one. She wasn't. No, she wasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's how little I remember about the first one. Because I guess like her name gets mentioned, but she's never seen in the first one. She just kind of pops up in this one. Which was mm. interesting, but yeah, I liked I liked the infusion of some young talent. Miles Teller, obviously the main star of the show here. I kind of thought he looked more like Tom Cruise's son than he looked like Goose's son. Mm. Like he kind of he kind of has that Tom Cruise resemblance a little bit, just taller. Yeah, just kind of 
dwarfs over Tom Cruise. Poor little guy. They try their best to make Miles Teller, you know, kind of resemble um, Goose in a way. So, I mean, I, I really enjoy it, though. But, yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, you, you kind of get an actor who kind of looks like Goose, you know, like, could this be, you know, Goose's son? Sure, why yeah. not? Because, I mean, what, in the first movie, Goose's son had, like, you know, Macaulay Culkin, like, Mo Howard, bowl haircut. Well, I mean, it came out, what, in, like, I think it was, like, mid-80s or something like that, the first one? Yeah. Yeah, 86. Okay, yeah, 86. Yeah, I definitely like Miles Teller in here. Um, John Hamm as the kind of, like, stern, like, doesn't doesn't give any, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love this role for him. I mean, I love him as an actor, but I feel like it just didn't give him much to work with, just being the stern, like, mean old Grinch, like, mm. kind of... <laughs> Bad cop kind of thing, yeah. Like, yeah, just I like John Hale and way much more when he can he can have a sense of humor, and he did not have one in this movie. It is insane that there's zero CGI in this movie. Like Tom Cruise makes it a point to not have those have any or very little of that in his movies, and it's, it really is admirable, mm. just because the shots all look so insane. And apparently, the whole cast had to go through intensive flight training run by Tom Cruise himself. That's just how dedicated he is yeah and i, I mean, obviously i know tom cruise does his own stunts but i was i was trying to figure out I'm like okay which one is he actually like you know flying but it's like it it's amazing you know the sense that he's able to pull off um you know the realism the immersion that he's able to you know bring to his movies and whatnot so i, I think like, it's I, great. I, don't even, I don't even know how they shoot these this stuff like this and mission impossible i don't know how they do it dude honestly did you, did you get the new mission impossible trailer in this oh wait no you wouldn't know yeah i shut up late <laughs> we i we did for sure i mean it, it was definitely it's it's a tom cruise you know weekend day type thing so i mean i'm not a big mission impossible fan i do remember us watching fallout i don't know if we ever Fallout was great but I just I haven't really watched the other ones. I haven't either. I, I okay. I might check out this new one before like Rebecca Ferguson and Haley Atwell. Like I mean, just just them two alone will will bring me to a theater. So I mean, <laughs> Captain Carter. Yeah, Captain Carter <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah, like the the flight stuff is all great. Like the action scenes. There's a couple of um, kind of more grounded grounded like scenes and settings that you wouldn't expect in a Top Gun movie. Like when they become kind of foot soldiers, it's pretty interesting. Um, a lot of the ending is pretty predictable, which is kind of to be expected. You kind of know who's going to save the day at one point, what point, but it's still exciting nonetheless. And then there's that beach football scene, which was heavily shown in the trailer, which is definitely interesting to watch. I've, I've, I'm very intrigued by that that form of football where they have two footballs and they're playing offense and defense at the same time. Like, that's very intriguing to me. I kind of want to try like to know that. how that works. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. And like, honestly, I think the NFL should like, you know, make a few changes. I mean, it doesn't have to yeah, be we, like, we can try it. We can try it for one week. Yeah. I mean, just, just do it during um, preseason. Let's see how yeah. it goes, you know, <laughs> Top gun mode, get, get, get the young scrappers out there, you know, and they all have like all, all players have call signs too. it'd be a whole, <laughs> whole cool thing. Oh man, that would actually be pretty great for sure. But, um, yeah, for, as for my, like, I guess initial initial reactions or just first thoughts in this movie. Um, like I said before, I'm not like the biggest time for cruise fan. Um, like I said, you know, he's, I think he's a phenomenal actor. You know, I have nothing but respect for, you know, all the stunts. And like I said earlier, the, the immersion that he's able to 
bring to his movies and, you know, going through the excessive flight training and whatnot for this film. Um, I will say if you're going to go see this this weekend, um, definitely watch the first movie uh, beforehand. Um, we've Devin and I kind of fall on the coin where, you know, the first Top Gun's cool. It's it's it is a bit of a snoozer from time to time. Um, but, you know, it is a very 80s cult classic movie. I understand why people like it. It's just not really for me all that it, much. It's all about that soundtrack. I feel like it really That's is such a big part of it. I mean, and even just, you know, the, the um, you know, the the flight um, training and everything that takes place. It's just really fun to watch. And but, even just the, the, the Navy culture in general is just they're just all so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I thought the tall it was pretty signs, sweet. The sunglasses. Yeah. And it's, you know, with Maverick, I really, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have been saying this. I mean, it's sitting at a 99% audience score right now and a 97% on the critic side on Rotten Tomatoes. But th- this is probably like when it comes to like reboots and like sequels to like, you know, cult classic movies, nine times out of 10, they usually don't work. I mean, with Terminator, that should have worked, but it didn't. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it did not. But Top Gun Maverick, way better than the original. Like, I really enjoy yeah, this. It's movie. pretty rare when that happens, especially 30 years later. Yeah, especially. And like the story itself, you know, it it really just weaves itself into what came before. I think they um did a great job um of how they handled Val Kilmer's uh character, Iceman, uh for sure, with with his scenes and just pushing the story forward in a way where it just makes sense. You know, this wasn't like clearly like a cash grab, you know, the first one was also uh, produced, you know, through Paramount pictures, um, you know, through, through that studio. So, you know, they're trying to keep it alive. Um, But there's a lot lot of Top Gun fans out there as well. Um, I think it is just fantastic how people are able to appreciate it. But definitely, as I said, I, I don't think I would have enjoyed this movie as much if I didn't watch the first one. Again, first one's okay, but like I feel like as a double feature, you can definitely watch both. And you know, it makes uh, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, um, a a very pleasing experience. I mean, the shots, like you said, I don't know how they got all those shots of like you know all those pilots and just you really felt like you were in the air which is what I really, really enjoyed. And I, I was blown away for sure. Um, some of the story threads, you know, obviously with, you know, um, spoiler, Goose dying in the first um, Top Gun, you know, the, the, the story kind of follows along with his son. Um, his call sign is Rooster. Um, so it really sticking it sticking in the bird family. Yes, <laughs> sticking. It, we weird. It was like vulture. Vulture. I feel like rooster's better. Like you know, goose rooster. It, it is. It just fits in that. What if it was, what if it's just cock? And the yeah. or peacock. God. What if it was <laughs> peacock? <laughs> Hope NBC's not listening. We don't want any. Uh, yeah, NBC can make their own version <laughs> for sure. But, you know, it, it really pushes the, you know, the unspoken uh, relationship between uh, Maverick and Rooster of what happens to Goose. And, you know, th- there is that divide, uh, not even just with the death of Rooster. I mean, not Rooster, excuse me, Goose. Um, there's a few other, you know, um, hidden secrets in there as well, which is why it's um, really kind of puts a divide between them. And it, it just makes sense. So, Devin, you mentioned earlier about Jennifer Conley playing uh, Penny um, uh, Benjamin. Definitely not the same Penny 
at all. I was like, is that her? I'm like, maybe I didn't really know. And then I looked it up. I'm like, no, that's that, that's not her. Yeah, just my brain was kind of like, oh yeah, she was in the first one. Yeah. But she she just wasn't. Yeah. And like for me, it, it was more of like a one-two type thing. Like I mentioned, you know, I watched Top Gun. Uh, the original the night before um, originally wasn't going to, but I'm really, really glad that I did. Um, like I said before, it really, um, it kind of just adds that extra emotional weight to it. You know, there, there are, you know, there's a lot of scenes where obviously they're in the air, but you know, there's a lot of um, foot action. Like you mentioned earlier uh, with a lot of, uh, um, I guess you could say infantry type yeah. level uh, things that happen on, on, and, on the and ground football. level. Yeah, and football. <laughs> they, had, they had to go. They had to do it again, just like the infamous volleyball scene from the first one. They just, we just had to. Oh, for sure. And and vol and and of course the the amazing bar scenes as well. It's it's yeah. it's great stuff. I really did enjoy the bar scenes as well. But yeah, that's pretty much just like my initial reactions. My spoiler three free thoughts. But I'll pass it back over to Devin really quick. Uh, if there's anything he wanted to mention that he hasn't gotten to yet. Some, some interesting trivia here. The the real Top Gun school. It is a real it is a real school. Oh. Top Gun. But apparently they impose a five dollar fine to any staff member that quotes the film. So, <laughs> so you cannot cannot quote this film if you're a real top gun. So I think you should actually quote from Captain Marvel. What was it? Higher further faster, baby. <laughs> yeah. Goose the Goose the cat. Goose the cat. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Go, go ahead. I'm interested in these these trivia facts you got going on here. That was the main one I had. I also just wanted to mention that for me, like, that's not even a competition what the coolest call sign is. It's Iceman. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You can't be, you can't get cooler than ice. Like, that's just the coolest nickname you could have. So from the new recruits, you know, since um, Maverick is coming back and, you know, being a teacher and instructor at Top Gun. Who do you think? There's some interesting ones. Outside of Rooster. No Rooster. <laughs> I mean, f- fanboy is not a good one. It's no. A, it's like, a bad call sign. Phoenix is is cliche. Yeah. Payback. Eh. Hangman. I mean, there, there, was a, there were a couple of jokes out of it. But yeah, for sure. But I like the way it was actually on yeah, plastic like on the Hangman game. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Apparently, John Hams was Cyclone. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Phoenix is okay. Warlock was uh, for Charles Parnell. That was a pretty cool name. Lewis Pullman just being Bob. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that was actually pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I think Iceman is definitely just the best. You can't one. beat Iceman. I mean, you can't beat Maverick either. Like to be completely honest, yeah. but it's like Iceman. But what, what did you think of Al Kemmler's uh, performance? I think they they did a fantastic job with his uh, with his character, how they handled his character. Yeah, nice brief little scene they had together. Well, actually, so it's Val Kilmer's voice. I mean, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't really caught up with him. Like, is his voice actually, like, gone, gone? Or is it? Yeah, I don't. I was going to ask. I don't remember what happened in the first movie. Did he have, like, an injury or something? Or is this just kind of an old age thing? Um, No, it was just old age. I thought there was a reason why they did it the way that they did. You know what I mean? Without giving anything away but yeah yeah i'm not sure yeah but no i i think he did a great job i mean well i mean i actually liked him as uh bruce wayne to be completely honest loved him in the heat as well so you know thunderheart wow, all that this, stuff. this is this is crazy the actors that played the pilots that only had to film themselves turn the camera on and off they had to touch up their own makeup adjust their own lighting and handle their own sound so the actors all have to do the all the setup for themselves 
That's crazy. That's insane. I mean, for I mean, it's just the tech experience behind this is like insane. But I I think out of all of the new recruits minus Rooster, I think uh, Phoenix was probably my favorite new character. She was just yeah. There's there's yeah. a scene with her that definitely has a, a bit of a twist in it that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Monica Bar uh, Barbara uh, Barrow is her uh, is her name. So. So yeah, let's uh, close on out here with our final thoughts and our ratings. I'll pass it back over to Devin so we can give his, uh, you know, his his final nail in the coffin of this movie. So we never have to watch this trailer ever again, even though it was a great trailer. Yeah, overall, um, I agree with you. Not not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but lately he has definitely been been more on top of his game. Definitely an exciting movie. I regret not seeing it on a big IMAX screen, but just. Didn't really have the time. I didn't want to spend the the money on it, but definitely an exciting movie. Um, very impressive how it's shot and how there's no CGI. The story is definitely a bit lacking, especially towards the end. You just kind mm. of see what's coming and not much surprise in the end. But mm. overall, definitely enjoyable, more enjoyable than the than the first one. I'd probably give it like a like a seventy seven. Just just solid. Definitely had some issues, but got the job done for the most part. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same vein. Um, for my final thoughts, kind of, I mean, I really think this is like a technical masterpiece. I mean, just like um, what was it? Four V for Four V Ferrari. Like, I'm not a big car person. Yeah, I was gonna actually I was gonna mention that. It just kind of reminds me a lot of Four V Ferrari, the ultimate dad film. The, how, how was your? What was like the age in your audience when you went to go see it? Was there a lot of? People? Uh, I was the only one. Oh, you're the only, the only one. one. It's it's the Solon Theater. No one goes there. Oh, dude, I'm not sure. So that, bad. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but the, it's just, there's just so so bad, such bad theaters. Like the it's like like on a ramp, like the the room it's in. Really it like dips down and then goes back up. Ugh. The seating is so weird. No no recliner uh, recliners or anything like that. No. Oh, that's terrible. No 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 no. I can't. We can't have that. We can't have that whatsoever. Absolutely not. No. But this yeah. This is just the only one that had like a 4.30 showtime. And I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah. There was a few more for me. But yeah, my my um, my theater was, it was like half empty, half full, you know, that type of situation. But um, it, it was, it was cool. You know, everyone, you know, cheered and, you know, laughter and the funny bits and whatnot. So I, I thought I saw it with a pretty good audience. My only regret is I wish I would have saw this in IMAX, but I think it's a technical um, Marvel for sure. And honestly, it kind yeah. of flew. The more you think about it, it's just insane. Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, it does teeter on the edge, you know, towards the end. It, it drags out just a little bit, but I mean, it held my attention the entire way. And I, I think it's great. So um, let's get into scores really quick. What would you give uh, Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, I give it like a 77. Yeah. I probably sevens. Seven, seven, 77. <laughs> I'd probably give it like, I'd probably get like a solid 75. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm just not a big Top Gun fan just in general, but I, I appreciate, you know, everything that they did to create this movie. And I think pushing it back, I mean, as as annoying as it may be, I, I think that was the right call. Um, I don't know if I'll see it again. If, if I do, it will definitely be an IMAX. But 
there's just so much to watch right now. There's a lot of TV shows coming up, but you know, I was glad we were able to, you know, cover this for uh, Memorial Day weekends. So that concludes our episode of Top Gun Maverick here today on the Film Advocates Podcast. We have so much stuff coming out on the podcast. It's it it really is insane. Um, June, May through June is just going to be busy. We're, we're going to be some busy bees over here. We have Obi Wan coming up. We have Stranger Things. We're going to try to cover for you guys. Umbrella Academy season three, The Boys season three, and more. Um, and of course, you can check out our first impressions of Miss Marvel. The first two episodes um, that are hitting uh, the first episodes hitting Disney Plus June eighth. I believe. So that's like the next Marvel series that's going to be coming out. And of course, you know, we're going to be running in between, you know, Star Wars, Marvel, and a few other movies are going to be coming out. It's, it's just going to be crazy, but it's, it's going to be a very TV heavy centric few episodes coming up here. But there's one thing we asked you guys to do is to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be with your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. Again, Devin, always good to have you on. Amazing friend, amazing brother, co-host, everything. So we're going to see you guys later on, and we hope that you've had a great Memorial Day weekend. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Dev Dog, Papa Bear. <laughs>